Welcome, folks. It's great to have you back. Welcome to the Backside of the Moon podcast. Today's episode features the one and only Ann Rogers, and as mentioned on previous episodes, Anne is a trainer, a behavior professional, educator, and the co-owner of Anyed. In today's episode, we continue on the pandemic theme where we discuss how best to help your dog relax and settle at home while you work from home. We talk about some examples and different scenarios in which dogs may struggle, and also simple steps you can put in place to help your dog feel more comfortable in these typical situations they now find themselves in. Again, this is one we know you've been asking for help on on social media, so please enjoy. Hey Anne, it's great to have you back again. Hi Grant, thanks so much for having me. No, it's great to have again. you on again. <laughs> again, yeah, absolutely. So another related topic to the previous few topics that we've had in previous uh, episodes more people, I suppose, nowadays are working from home uh, mm-hmm. due to the pandemic, and it's great and everything. But more recently, I suppose, expectations may have changed as far as from their employer's perspective in regard to flexibility in their work day or maybe working hours or breaks, etc. So as a result, this may be impacting on certain dogs who up until recently had an owner whose hours were maybe more flexible and could spend more time enriching their day, doing bits of training, little walks here and there. And that's leading to more dogs being expected to entertain themselves more each day or to even settle more during the day without maybe being shown how to do that up until right now. I suppose to start with, I'm sure this is something that you're seeing. Yeah, yeah, um, a whole lot. Yeah, definitely the expectations of dogs have changed now for people working from home, I think. And uh, dogs are feeling the pressure. I suppose pet owners are as well. Um, But the dogs are definitely experiencing that pressure now as that changes um, for them. Yeah. Okay. So I suppose to start, let's look at the signs that people should be looking for that their dog maybe is uncomfortable with this sudden change or maybe not not a sudden change it could be a gra- very yeah, gradual one as more well gradual, i think yeah 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 so what signs should they be looking out so for? i suppose the things that people are reporting to us that that will talk to you know that they will talk to us about a, a whole lot there it usually is pretty obvious so we'll see kind of what we tend to call attention seeking behavior and the thing like yeah. i really don't like that term <clears throat> sorry i really don't like that term because um, um these are just behaviors and the dog mm. is using them to communicate their needs these behaviors have worked before so the dog might paw people they might jump up on them they might vocalize and i think that's a pretty pretty common one that the dog is vocalizing so they may be whining or barking um at them and all of that behavior is always functional so dogs do just like people do behaviors that work for them so if there's Mm. been a history of um of this behavior working to get to meet their needs well then they're going to do it and i think Mm. that's one of the things that's kind of happened is is that we will if we're engaged in you know a work meeting or something like that via zoom or whatever um we will be less likely to reprimand that dog or less likely to redirect them even and, and tell them mm. to, you know, go over there to your bed or go get your ball or whatever. Um, so, and the dog starts to, under, you know, learn that as a cue. So here she is connecting up to Zoom. I better make yeah. myself really well known um, yeah. because uh, I'm, yeah, because I'm mm. about to be ignored. So I'm going to get yeah. in there now. And uh, so, so dogs <laughs> are becoming less tolerant of being ignored. They're finding it harder in that context um, to mm. actually settle down. So it might be that you know we've we've had some dogs who when they see their owner putting their headphones on the dog immediately mm-hmm. starts to go ballistic and starts doing stuff like starts taking stuff out of the bin or starts tearing up their bed and stuff and the yeah. owner is like please stop uh, but i can't actually tell you and you would have seen um this even in the past with like say 
relax time in the evening when people would come home and they sit on the couch and they turn on the TV and yeah. the dog starts amping up then because it's a similar thing. Yeah. Um, so it's not just during the day. So these these got, dogs could be triggered way before this yeah, um, with, with similar kind of things or even lifting up their phone. I've had people say, when I'm on the phone, he just won't stop barking, you know, the yeah. whole time. So it's, yeah. it's, it's quite funny, but again... Yeah, but not funny if you have to live it. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. And for the, from the dog, probably maybe quite distressing too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think some of these dogs are experiencing some distress. And my real concern, I suppose, is, is that because of, uh, you know, this working from home thing is is far less casual now um, and the dog's presence is far less of a, you know, a kind of an innovation um, mm. and people are over it now. Um, I think that, you know, maybe dogs, their needs aren't being met as well. There's definitely been, for example, like you said, you know, when you started off there, that there's been such a difference in the number of dogs that are out being walked during the day. I mean, during the height of a uh, pandemic over the last two years, you could not walk anywhere for falling over people out walking with their dogs even when they were working from home. Um, and now that's kind of definitely changed and been paired back way more. And I'm not saying that walks are the only way that you can enrich a dog's life or anything like that. Course, but yeah. certainly, you know, that that uh, time isn't available um, to spend mm. with dogs as much anymore. Um, and, and that's the big concern is that the dog's needs aren't being met in terms mm. of their social contact, social interactions. And there's been this change. They, they, you know, they've been used to having a lot of intense one-on-one interaction with their people and that's becoming less available to them now even when the person is at home I mean we've talked about separation related behavior with the person going back to work and leaving the home but even when you're working from home okay you're home but you're still working Mm. Um, and I think that's been a bit of a challenge it's a challenge for people as well because they want to spend time with their dogs and they want to pay attention to their dogs but they kind of you know much prefer to be doing that I I think in a lot of cases that's the case (laughs) all right yeah Yeah. I agree Um, definitely so it's hard for everybody everybody's suffering um, but that's the real concern is that the dog's needs aren't being met and we have to look at ways that, that we can do that, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, what can people do to kind of help their dogs feel more comfortable uh, settling by themselves? I, I suppose. Well, that's the first one, isn't it? We have to meet their needs mm. in other ways and look at other mm. other ways that we can do that. Um, and, you know, one of the things that kind of is a quick way of doing that is to turn those cues that were cueing um, or those signals that were cueing uh, attention-seeking behavior, so-called attention-seeking behavior, turn mm-hmm. those cues into something else. So for mm-hmm. example, I put my headphones on and then I make this really cool puzzle available for my dog. We talked about snuffle mats the last time yeah. and that can be a cool way of, of doing that. So the dog learns, oh, her headphones are going on. I'm going to get the opportunity now to engage in a more uh, ab- absorbing and calming task. Mm. Um, and a snuffle mat is cool so you can have like a little pot of your dog's kibble um or whatever you feed your dog on the table beside you and you can continue to you know just two or three Mm, pieces at a time top it up right (laughs) toss it into the snuffle mat and keep that dog's nose going Uh, even have a couple of snuffle mats or you know we can go nuts with this Mm. uh, and turn this into (laughs) cueing constant sniffing games Um, and that's really you know okay you're meeting your dog's need and that's kind of managing the thing but we can in the Mm. background we can also be teaching the dog uh, how to settle um, and how to settle themselves and I set up a settle context or a calm settle context with dogs so dogs learn about their world in terms of pictures so when my owner sits down at the desk what does that tell me how I'm going to feel how does that instruct me to behave so instead Mm. of it 
gets me feeling frustrated. It gets me feeling, oh crap, I'm going to be ignored right now. And, you know, and all the behaviors that go along with that. Instead, mm. I want the dog to learn, oh, when my owner sits down at the desk, I go to sleep here. This is a super chill time um, and, uh, and I go to sleep here. So we start by setting up a settle context. So we start with where does the dog settle? You know, mm. where do they do that naturally? So I don't tend to use a whole lot of food because, you know, this is a context in which I don't really want the dog watching me. So, for example, yeah. when I sat down to talk to you uh, this evening, as soon as I sit down at this desk in front of my computer, my dog goes to sleep beside me. Um, uh, yeah, well, they were, what's the proof, Anne? We don't have any proof. Oh, I know. I should, yeah. I should video this, really, shouldn't I? And no. so, so uh, well, yeah, well, you haven't, you haven't, heard, you haven't heard him yet. He did it. He did no. get up and do a shake off there yeah, uh, in, yeah, one of the, yeah. in one of our conversations, and yeah, then he yeah, went yeah. back to sleep. Yeah. Um, um, so, but that's, yeah, but that's kind of yes, that's, that's what, what he's learned, for. right? Exactly. So I don't have to feed him. I don't have to um, do a whole lot of stuff with him. And what was really interesting, we started back with uh, doing kind of remote stuff with our group of trainers so cpd mm. stuff and always like decker used to be at those when we used to do those in person and you know he'd have his ball and everybody be throwing the ball for him <laughs> and it was for the first time like because i've been sitting in the same place doing remote stuff and i had this group of trainers in front of me you know on screen obviously for the first time he came in with the ball and i was like whoa how does he yeah. know yeah, <laughs> that yeah. this group of people are here wow. yeah i was like whoa sir is like that's uh, unbelievable yeah yeah. Uh, yeah no it was just a fluke obviously but that's yeah, that yeah. we were all together and i was like showing them the ball and showing them that i was throwing the ball uh, from and i was like oh my god it's like the old days when we were all in a room together yeah <laughs> but ordinarily when it's just me talking with clients or with you or you know this mm. situation he's he just goes to sleep and it's he's not necessarily exhausted or anything like that no. um but like he's also he also does sleep a lot so this does help yeah. um but um but that's what we want to set this up so i want this sort of setting this picture for him to go okay it's super chill now i'm just going to go to sleep and i'm sitting on a bed and he lies beside me in the bed and that's all deliberate because it makes him more likely to chill um mm. and i rub his belly occasionally even though you know when he's sleeping he doesn't really want that mm. um and um uh, that's another podcast I know. <laughs> and, uh, and and all that. So that's the picture that we want to set up. And that's established mm. from years and years and years of him being an office dog. So he's always come to work with me for his entire yeah, life. So he's so, had lots of practice. Yeah. Lots of practice in lots of different contexts of how this works. Mm. So, so we, you know, we have to start somewhere. So we start with where does the dog settle? Where is the dog able to settle? And then we'll start to make that the picture that we work in so that the dog starts to learn, okay, when, when these kind of tr- cues are added it also means to settle and that's really what we're what we're aiming for but the dog's Mm. needs have to be met first we can't expect anything really from them um we can't expect them to be chilled out the dog's needs needs you know must be met uh, first and that means that they need to be toileted and fed and watered obviously and warm and comfortable but they Mm. also need to have had outlets for their behavior and i think that's really important and one of the mistakes that people can make is is that they go okay i have this zoom call at like half two so i'm gonna Mm. bring the dog out at two o'clock Say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to throw that ball for 30 minutes and I'm going to get oh, that dog geez. exhausted. And yeah. okay, we might have a physically tired dog, but actually what we've just done is we've just ramped them up to crazy levels. So mm. what we actually have to do is, yeah, we have to give them physical exercise, but then we need to bring them down as well mm. um, after that. And that's super important so that you don't have this crazed dog standing, mm. barking at you, you know, that's super wound up uh, after you've, you know, you've run them or whatever. So do yeah. be careful with that because that tendency, we do have this tendency to kind of attempting to exhaust our dogs which isn't always the um the best approach can sometimes come 
by gel. No. Yes, basically. So they're just making them fitter a lot mm-hmm. of the time yeah, as well. We're doing and that then too. Yeah. you have to keep increasing earlier, the amount of time. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it's yeah. it's 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 it can be a whole uh, mess. But you have I know on on your um, YouTube channel you've got mm-hmm. lots of really cool videos on roller coaster games. Yes, my favorite thing in the world. Put, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> when you mention to people, they're like, "Huh?" But yeah. um, <laughs> the, the, basically, it's 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 teaching the dog to ramp up and to ramp back down again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and to do it on a on a kind of a daily basis especially yeah. of course it's easier when they're when, when you teach it from puppy stage mm-hmm. on but it's never yeah. too late you can always oh, work yeah. on these you can things always start yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. so that's a good one to check out for yeah, people definitely yeah and we've loads of resources on that and how to establish a wind down routine for your dog mm-hmm. um so and that's exactly what you should be thinking of rather than thinking of okay i need to like run the legs off them for 20 minutes actually what we need to do is we need to do some roller coasters and then we need to wind them down um and yeah. help them that way and bring them all the way back down and kind of facilitate that yeah good point yeah that's mm. exactly what we want to do yeah so uh, you'll hear people of course when they say oh that's you know he's just attention so you can just ignore that mm-hmm. now we should definitely not be giving any uh, reaction to that at all so what do you say to to that so i like i don't really like this um whole mm. idea of ignoring behavior that we don't like so first of all i don't tend to ignore behavior that i don't like um it's it's really important information telling me about what the dog needs but also mm. we can ignore the behavior uh, without actually ignoring the dog so you know we yeah. can kind of redirect the dog to some other task and make that available and get cleaner with the way that we cue that so rather than the dog having to come and remind us that they need their snuffle mat filled or whatever with behavior mm-hmm. that we don't really like that we're getting in there and we're teaching them no when the headphones are on this is how this works or when the 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 laptop is open or whatever the cue is or when the phone is, is up to my ear this is how this actually works so we're going to orchestrate that so i'm not a big yeah. fan of this kind of blanket recommendation that we ignore behavior that we don't like um mm. so it, instead i want to redirect and have some other behaviors in place for that dog um and ignoring you know unwanted behavior is yeah. such a you know such a tiny little part of it uh, but actually we're doing a whole lot of other stuff i'm going to reward a whole lot of other stuff rather than than reach for ignoring it yeah, and that that setting you you paint that picture of that in the desk and the bed yeah. and the, the snuffle mat and everything and and your stash of treats. Yes, absolutely. and like you were saying earlier, like ultimately you would like the dog to know. Okay, the the, the cue for you to to switch off completely yeah. is me putting my bum in this chair, but yeah. working up to that, right exactly yeah so it's not necessarily forever and you know what if it works for you forever and that's as far as you want to go and it works fine do that mm. everybody's yeah. happy we don't have to do the whole thing you know whatever no. works for you um you know i don't have to live with your dog so whatever yeah. works for for the both of you basically is is where, where we'll go to as, as far as we'll go and it might take a little yeah. bit of practice because if they've been rehearsing this uh behavior for like the last two years mm. uh, while while lockdown's been on uh, it might take a little bit of time to get there so don't don't expect you know if you start on a monday that's fixed by tuesday that's not how behavior no. works almost ever um but but we can yeah. we can absolutely do this and, and start to 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 work toward it i suppose um uh, over time yeah definitely yeah and for the people as well it's going to take practice because mm-hmm. i often liken it to like when you learn to drive first yes. and you have all these millions of things that yeah. you have to think of yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah. now you drive from here to wherever and you don't even remember how don't you got there remember. yeah absolutely 
so it definitely does get like that with yeah. practice oh well too. yeah for both of you yeah absolutely yeah. Will. you'll get to the stage where you'll be able to do a <laughs> zoom call and yeah. our presentation and, manage your, dog. Yeah. and manage your dog at the same time and it's and it's really fun it's it's a it's a really cool feeling when you get to that stage but it certainly could take a bit of time and a lot of practice so yeah. be patient with yourselves yeah oh big time well yeah absolutely yeah. yeah we split it down really in really small little slices for everybody so that everybody can achieve it because everybody's developing new skills it's not mm. just the dog the, the human is as well yeah yeah of course yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay so yeah like you were saying earlier on i think people find it hard to think of, well sure i'm here all the time mm. I, I know i work from home but like i'm here and it's, yeah. it's almost like is that not enough for you it there's a total difference between you being here but not yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, especially with young, younger dogs yes, who are going absolutely. to need more. There's a to- th- th- there is a difference for, oh, for yeah. sure. You know? And like I would say, you know, be really, really careful about considering getting a dog be- just because you're mm. working from home. Now, I know this might be, you know, I after know. the fact for a lot of people, but but certainly, you know, even though you're working from home, you're still working. So particularly getting a young dog um, because it is an absolute requirement for their social behavioral development, for them to have mm. a lot of positive interaction with people during the day. And that means that, you know, if you're working from home and can only devote, you know, very limited time uh, to them, it's not just about the behavior that might become a nuisance to you in your workday. This mm. actually might have longer term implications in terms of your of your puppy and or adolescent dogs uh behavioral mm. development which might really cause you issues later on um and we want to be careful about that so so consider that really really carefully we can't kind of just like small children it's very very mm. difficult you know in terms of their behavior their social behavioral development uh for them mm. to be ignored for long periods or isolated for long periods that's not going to work uh no. for young dogs long term i would say for most in most cases uh yeah. i would say there so be careful with that yeah and they're, they're always for all doggies are only doing their best with, with yeah. what they've been shown yeah. and it's hard for people to to swallow that one yeah but yeah yeah we, we, we they're basically repeating things that have been reinforced maybe accidentally by by us or most probably accidentally by us yeah. all the time and like you said yeah. earlier on they're only doing it because it's worked yeah. previously and dogs are expert chainers so they yeah will learn chains of behavior so what we mean by that is is they will learn that if they jump up and then sit they get a treat so those sorts mm. of like ch- sequences of behavior they are unbelievably crazy amazing at chaining mm-hmm. and people are yeah. a little bit slower <laughs> to yeah, realize yeah. that we're part of this sequence of behavior and then we go oh i see what you did there and yeah, it's yeah, way yeah. after the fact and it's so well established at that stage and i'm like yep <laughs> there yeah. we are well absolutely yeah. you see it yeah. a lot with yeah. people trying their best doing to try and do loose leash walking yes, and things like I that know. And yeah. they, they're caught in this loop of yeah. the dog Yo-yoing. stopping yeah. and yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. going back and treating them and then going forward and doing it again. And less than they're, they're, they're trying their best. Yeah. And so is their dog, but the dog is like, oh, well, you, you're training me yes, to do this, absolutely. pal, you know? So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're teaching me to be a yo-yo. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose as well, like we've done before, when should people ask for professional help? If they, if they, I suppose it's the same answer as before. It's, it's never any harm to ask the question never anyway, any if you're not yeah, sure. You know? Absolutely. And it might be a thing again, that I might just send resources to you here. Try this, uh, do mm. these things here in, in this video, try these things. Um, so sometimes I'll say to people, you know, film the behavior because even if, you know, now we can do in contact stuff and um, we can go to people's houses and stuff like that. Once I'm there, it changes the picture so much and the dog might not ever show behavior 
behavior in the same way. So getting you yeah. to film the behavior, for example, from the very, very start. And I might be able to spot cues and and, mm. uh, and what your dog is trying to communicate with you or, you know, about their needs. So we can definitely put in things that way. Um, mm. I think um, if the behavior is well established, so it's been going on for a while and particularly yeah. where the behavior has developed into big attention seeking behavior, so loud barking or, you know, really insistent or persistent behavior, I think you probably need some external help there because I think that objectivity mm. is great for, mm-hmm. you know, just to keep you motivated and be accountable. I think if if the dog is having real, you know, they're becoming frustrated. And I think that's one of the things and one of the reasons why we don't do a whole lot of ignoring of behavior is because dogs can become frustrated. And when they become frustrated, the behavior can become a little bit more serious, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and everybody's suffering at that point and possibly somebody's going to get hurt. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's quite important to get some help in there so we can prevent that. And if it's a thing that you've, you know, put the dog out of the room because you need to have this Zoom meeting or you need to do mm-hmm. whatever and the dog is having real difficulty being separated from you, I think get some help. Yeah. With that definitely. They they get really good at figuring out what gets the reaction they're, yeah. that they're looking for of course as well and that could be you know that they they end up escalating to, to nipping or it might yeah. start to barking or just mouthing and stuff like that or yeah even just shoving your elbow up or like I think <laughs> it's like, oh yeah absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah and I think it's important to acknowledge that the dog isn't trying to be difficult they're not trying to no. you know cause trouble or manipulate or anything like that <laughs> like oftentimes that you know you what can sometimes happen is, is people can say okay well I have to do this zoom meeting today so mm. you just need to be quiet and we kind of turn off the tap really really suddenly and yeah. uh, and the dog has a big response to that and kind of quite can't can, like, cool that's yeah, totally fair yeah <laughs> can't quite go cold turkey and we have a big response as a result of that you know and mm. that can become quite distressing it's not just distressing for the pet owner but it can, it can become quite distressing for the the dog as well and then we can mm-hmm. just lead into other behaviors and become so much more complex so what started mm. out as a relatively straightforward training issue now becomes this kind of much more you know serious behavior of concern yeah. and we're like in a much more in-depth program and <laughs> we're spending more time we're spending more money we're, we're in this now so like if we can get stuff when it's relatively straightforward and mm. uh you know hasn't been practiced that for that long and it hasn't been well that well established and there's still some flexibility in terms of where we can go um like that's always easier for everybody easier for me yeah. easier for you easier for the dog mm. um, and everybody's happier is always yeah. better mm. and of course not everybody again this is why we're doing this as well yeah. there, there would be some people listening here thinking oh, i thought my dog was okay but actually mm-hmm. maybe they're not yeah. so it's really important if you're not sure yeah ask don't be afraid to ask absolutely yeah. ask it and um I'll always I'll always help people um without any obligation um you know in terms of of, of that kind of stuff so I'll always be able mm-hmm. to tell, uh, give you as much help as I can like we have ethical responsibilities in terms of you know having to take histories and stuff like that mm-hmm. but I'll always be able to tell you you know this is something that you probably need to get more help with or you know or just try this because it's actually not that big a deal and you should probably be able to if you do this stuff this will probably help you and then if it doesn't yeah. you can come back but but yeah no we'll all, I'll always be able to help you and there'll be no judgment or blame or anything like that yeah and for, <laughs> for this kind of thing as well i suppose for people as well again you've got the family friends element thing going oh yeah. you know oh, he's, he's yeah. young so he'll get over this he'll grow oh, this yeah, don't worry yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> And we obviously know that that's not not the case. case, You you could get really lucky and the dog accidentally learns what you would like. But uh, of course, Mm. as well, where yeah <laughs> unlikely right but right. Yeah, the safest thing to do is if if you're if you're asking yourself the question now it's probably you've you've given yourself right. the answer you probably yes. need to talk to somebody yeah you're concerned yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. safest thing to do okay yeah, absolutely yeah 
Awesome. Again, as always, thank you so much. Not at all. You make it so easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. It's great. It's so good. It's exactly what we want to do here. So great. it's it's brilliant. And yeah, so we'll uh, we'll hopefully have you back again very no soon doubt. to talk about cool. other similar topics. Yes. But for now, thank you so much. Not at all. Thanks a million. Again, I'll talk to you again very soon. Thanks so much, Anne. Brilliant. Thanks a million. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks again so much for listening today, guys. And I do hope you found the information helpful. Thank you so much for all the positive feedback and suggestions that you've sent to us. They mean a lot and they'll help shape this into a better show in the long run. So thank you again. We hope to have Anne back again, as well as other guests to discuss more of your requested topics, such as adolescence, new puppy tips, preparing your dog for the arrival of a new baby and much, much more. I also hope to add an additional space within the show to try and find some forever homes for dogs in need. And I'll need your guys' help to find those forever homes. So please keep listening. If you enjoy the show, please remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review, and recommend it to your friends and family to help us reach and help more people and their dogs. Also, please give us a follow on Twitter at BarksidePod to help grow our online community. As always, if there are topics you would like to hear us cover in future episodes, please, please share those with us on social media or simply mail us at BarksidePod at gmail.com and we will do our very best to cover those as soon as we possibly can. Look after yourselves and your doggies. And thanks so much again for joining us. We very much look forward to seeing you here again soon.